Hey, folks, this is Brian Blessing. Hope you're enjoying the Hockey Betting Podcast. We have a couple chuckles. Try to get you a lot of winners. Check out the hockeybettingpodcast.ca. We got a number of books that have joined up with us and have incredible sign-up offers for you to play hockey with that first deposit. Get on board. Go to the hockeybettingpodcast.ca. Click the link, sign up, and have some fun with us. You're listening to the Hockey Betting Podcast with your hosts, Brian Blessing in Las Vegas and Cam Stewart in Toronto. This is the Hockey Betting Preview for Monday, February 22nd, 2021. And now live from Las Vegas, your host of the Hockey Betting Podcast, Brian Blessing. All right, folks, we're glad you're with us here at the Hockey Betting Podcast. We're starting a brand new week, what we generally do is we get you our preview and our thoughts for the games on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Coming out of the gate, Brian Blessing in Las Vegas, Camp Stewart's in Toronto. So we will talk about Monday's game, and then following the NHL's lead, we'll have eight hours of dead air (laughs) and then come back uh, with Tuesday's preview, followed by another eight hours of dead air. So this podcast does, you know, you could kill the whole damn day listening to this thing. Yeah, that's the best. Hey, Brian, I got an opinion. Be we're expecting we are expecting tactical difficulties. We'll see you tomorrow. I don't understand. Can you believe this stuff? Wow. Me and you were talking about what is going on here. The sun, the ice, the slush and everything else. It's like I told you. Me and Gabe used to laugh like we love the game, but these guys used to go to the brass rail. Hey, I got an idea. I got like 30 scotches in uh, Saturday <laughs> afternoon. Uh, yeah, we'll get the Leafs going. It's, like, you know, it's like they put their schedule on a cocktail uh, napkin. These guys like I know, I know it's like the, 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 the golden the golden knights, new gold helmets. Oh, yeah. Good idea. Right? It's, it's like it's like were they serving moonshine at the focus group? <laughs> that's right. Hey, that's the best. See the, see the commercial for that show moonshine. He's like, I don't know about this pandemic, but man, I'll tell you, fire in the hole. I got a stimulus check. Fire in the hole. All right. So anyway, let's roll. I know, but we're not. We don't want to be the two guys that told, that told you so. so. But I mean, the truth of this, we got real quick. God bless them trying it, Lake Tahoe. I love the fact they try. You know, you try something, but again. The Calliope music should have been rolling at all times during this thing. On last Monday's podcast, in fact, we talked about it even before then. But on this podcast, last Monday, we said, the here's the forecast. Play the under in the Golden Knights game on Saturday. Yep. As Flurry and Grubauer are one in save percentage. But the game on Sunday... The forecast calls for this big yellow ball in the sky, and the glare will be a nightmare. And they even moved the start time back for the Sunday game. And in the blink of an eye, it's 2-1, because at the one end of the rink, the goalie's looking into the sun. And, like, how it's, – it's beyond description. It's like you're this yeah. jerk making fun of them, but yeah. can't. We talked about this last week before they even put the boards up and they were building the rink. How how could they not take the sun into account when we were talking about this last Monday? I, I, it's funny. Like, it's me and you, too, right? It's like all, the, yeah, so, they so all these scientists the and guys from the NHL can't figure it out, but me and you can. Well, we have a real problem with our future then. But I will say this, Brian. 
I was so busy waiting on that damn playoff in that golf and waiting for monies to come in and they didn't come in. I would have banked up the Brinks truck. We hit that. That was the best call by you. The Boston over Boston to the over God, man. What I think 10 goals. It's like, Oh my God. Like honest to God in an outdoor game in an outdoor game. Yeah. If Homa hits a three foot putt, I'm probably rich today because I was waiting and I didn't have the money to go on that game waiting for the money. Cause the guy misses a three footer and I got to wait in the playoff and I didn't have my accounts credited, but anyway, I'm happy we get a win. That's all that matters. Great call by you. And you, people listen to Brian, what he's talking about. This guy knows what he, especially with totals, you knocked it way out of the park there, Brian. It, it's hilarious. If this thing ever happens again in a situation like this, like the minute you find out, just blindly go to your bank, say, how much can I take out and just bet it on the over? Well, but the the big picture and the, the serious thing was this league is so lucky. You know, and for and, you know, and, and for them, Lucky. it wouldn't it wouldn't yeah. have been Nick Hague or you know a fourth line guy. Could you imagine if McKinnon blew his knee out? In oh, one it's of- over. Yeah, exactly. I, you know, no, you I bring up a good point. Like if a star got hurt, that's the end of that. And the thing is, like these guys, it, it it makes me laugh because they're trying to get the picture postcard thing, and that's all they, they wanted. Oh yeah, all these big media it, guys, lovely, beautiful, yeah, yeah. and the best is well, all our followers texted back. Yeah, is it beautiful when you see big, big holes in the ice and guys are going to break their neck? Like you guys have no clue what you're talking about. Stay in your lane, cover other stuff. Don't cover hockey if you don't understand what the hell's going on. That's the problem with the main. The whole thing. These guys the wanted thing. to, yeah, the whole thing. They wanted to make it a picture postcard. Here, here's going to kill somebody. I know. Here's here's what they wanted, and you nailed it, my friend, because I tweeted it out at seven forty three p.m. Pacific time on Saturday night. The NHL and NHL and NBC they tweet out this beautiful picture postcard of the rink. The trees, the sun, the lake. And there were two guys on the rink. They were still finishing up working on the ice. I said, well, there, ladies and gentlemen, there it is. That's what this was all about. They wanted their postcard picture. I said, there it is. There's the picture. Zoom in to see if the two guys on the ice are wearing water wings. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that it was all about the picture postcard. It was, and and the league, you you guys got to learn from this. I think you bring up a great point. We'll get to the betting. You got lucky that something stupid didn't happen. I mean, very lucky. And uh, next time you do it, don't worry about the aesthetics. Worry about the worry about the content, the game, and everything else. I know everybody. That's the world we live in right now. And I deal with it in a lot of different areas through through other jobs. Oh, gotta look this way. Gotta look this way. You know what? The content's more important. So get it together. Bingo. Shut up and figure it out. Let's rock. Amen. All right. Back to hockey. Like indoor fast hockey. hockey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now we have yeah, rinks. Yeah, here we go. Calgary good. Toronto. Toronto's a dollar seventy. Oh boy. And uh, this Calgary team, man. I, a train wreck. I you know, I'm sorry. But don't know what, Brian, what does this smell of? This is exactly what we talk about. This smells like a Sabres Devils game three when everyone's down on them. Calgary coach coming out. You guys suck. They lay an egg against Edmonton in the Battle of Alberta. I know. Gutless. Six-game loss. Lee's feeling good about a Montreal win. I'm telling you, man, this game, the whole world's going to be on Toronto. Look at the price, too. It's not even $2. This game has danger written all over it from top to bottom. <laughs> danger, Will Smith. Danger. Yeah, danger. Danger. Are you too young from that? No, I've seen that show. I know what you're talking uh, about. What, the, what, what, the, 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 the guys on the, on the moon and stuff yeah, like that? Yeah, yeah, stupid time computer. Time. Yeah, I'll tell time you, time I would have knocked that guy out a lot of... Shut up. You got another <laughs> tip for me? I'll, I'll give you a tip. How about the Calgary Flames at plus 130? 
hey, it's hard to back these guys right now. But Brian, doesn't this seem similar? And that's the one thing me and you can go on memory. This seems very similar to the game where they played after getting smoked, embarrassed. They were ridiculed and they went into Montreal and won a two to nothing game. A perfect game, in fact. Who knows? Does Calgary do have do they have the guts to do it? But I wouldn't be rushing people thinking this is a lock with the Leafs. Every lock has a key. Ah, well played. That was very, very Socrates of thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm curious. First, <laughs> oh, first, of, <laughs> first of a two-game <laughs> set, the total yeah. six and a half. I know the Leafs have been better in their own end, but, I mean, do, do we go with the premise? First game over, second game under here? I guess, but I'm, I'm a little bit worried, Brian, that Calgary really – you're you're the totals guy, and you're better than than me. I I just think Calgary's really gonna like try to step down and try to make like play a real defensive game and try to win like a two to one, three to one type of game. They can't get in. You know what? They can't get into a track meet with Toronto. That's a bad move. It doesn't work for them in any team they played. They've tried that strategy. It won once this year against Edmonton, where they came back. It hasn't worked for them. The games they've been good in, they played good defensively. They've won two nothing, two to one type of games. I'll tell you, for me, I actually might take a shot with the Flames. I don't want to tell people this, but this game has got problems written all over it. I would not. This is going to ruin a lot of See, people's nights. No, 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 no. Calgary wins. And by the way, by the way, don't be apologizing, you know, for swinging for a big dog. And yeah, if you exactly. Lose, no, if you lose with a big dog and you had reasons to play the big dog and somebody laughing at you for taking it. Oh, okay. I love when they put the little smiley emoji. Nice pick, Cam. Oh, oh yeah. It's real easy to pick a dollar ninety favorite. You know what the best was too, Brian? Some guy sends me a, a tweet, and actually, I went I went off on some rant about trolls, and it was nothing about my picks. I'm just I hate the society we're in. Like these keyboard warriors, they never want to say anything. Everything's crap. The world sucks. It's just like I had enough. Like just dealing with these losers and trolls. And I, I this one guy comes up to me. I go Max Homa. If Max Homa wins this golf tournament, I'm going to go to the supermarket and destroy seafood and whatever. He's like Max Homa's not going to win the golf tournament. I go then who's going to win the golf tournament there, smart guy? Like, you know what I mean? If you come at me with something, tell me who you think's going to win. Matthew Fitzpatrick, the Brit who barfed all over himself on Sunday. Oh, okay. That's the thing. Like, these guys, you know what I mean? If you want to come at somebody, you better have something else. That's all I'm going to say, right? Like, I'm yeah, so the, sick of a smiley emoji. Yeah, I'm taking a two-to-one dog, and it doesn't win, and you got a problem with it? Shut up. Well, the Shut analogy up. would be it would be like shoveling your sidewalk, and by the time you get to the end of the sidewalk, the, the, the part you already shoveled has two more inches on it. Does yeah. that make sense to you? <laughs> it makes too much sense. God, like, I, 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 like I, was, I was like the neighborhood pariah before. Like, I'm taping this show. These guys are already out there smiling, shoveling. I'm just sitting there, big banks at my place. And the snowplow hits me on the corner, too. So, like, I could literally build, like, a castle and live in it for a while if I was a kid. So, yeah, I got a lot of problems, Brian. After this, I got to go attend uh, to the neighbors and snow situation. But I'd say I actually might take a, take a shot with Calgary. Buddy boy, this one is absolutely on my dance card tonight, and that's the Kings at Lewis. I know what you love. You love the over in this game. I love love the over in this game. The Kings are on a four-game winning streak, and now look, listen, we where we live with each other, Brian. I know. know, Maybe, maybe me and you should move in, like, like uh, the the, the, with the guys with the bunk beds, and Lisa and uh, Marie can go uh, get their own place. Well, the funny thing is, when we get to a certain golf tournament, right? As an aside, because we used to do the golf podcast together, yeah. And you, you do your thing. You call it the six pack. I could guess three of the guys, six guys that would be. I, I, in I would your, say four or five sometimes. Yeah, you're no, good. But, but no, based on the course and and, and you know, yeah. and no, we know each other. And here, the Kings have won four in a row. They scored six, four, three, and four goals in those games. 
And now, albeit against not just oh they played this plot this one team, they scored those four goals in four games against three different teams. They're putting the puck in the net. It's the first of a two game set, and they're they're feeling their oats here. And the totals five and a half. And St. Louis has more than enough firepower. And Sammy Blaze back on the ice. I love the over. It's on the card. That's that, yeah, I love no, the no. over in this game. And I like St. Louis in parlays too. I don't like the juice, but this team has been really disappointing. And you saw what happened in that game. They were down again, Brian. The same story, down 2 nothing to San Jose early, like a couple minutes into the game. They come back. They're down 4-2. to two. They tie it and lose 5-4. It's like, what is going on with you guys? Like, I'm not getting the goaltending and whatever, but L.A. feeling good about themselves, and I'll give them credit. But St. Louis is a better team than them, and the way they've been playing, I see St. Louis, you're right. Like, I see a 6-3, to 6-4 to four type of hockey game tonight. This game could get to double digits, and I like the Blues, but... It has to be parlayed or, or regulation because uh, the juice is pretty high at about a buck seventy five right now. All right, I honestly, they are very evenly matched. I, I Colorado's just sensational when they're healthy. And oh, by the way, McCarr came back into the lineup the other night. These guys have just played three games in a row. Vegas is at Colorado. Colorado's at dollar thirty five. The total is five and a half to the under. I'm not going anywhere near it, and. But here you go. You're going Grubauer and Flurry again. Flurry's been playing all these games at some point this week. Not now, because this is the team you've got to beat in the division. Leonard supposedly is close to coming back. If not, even Oscar Dansk has got to get in the lineup here because they're they're running. You can't run Flurry into the ground. But you know, I don't know what you do after the Gong Show we just saw. They played three consecutive unders. The total's five and a half to the under. I just wonder if getting off the slow outdoor rink back inside, these guys aren't flying up and down the ice. If I was a contrarian, you had three straight unders. I, I'd take a, maybe a I minute shot with the over. I, I don't agree know. with everything you're saying. I'm going to be contrarian, too. So look at the games. Everyone thinks the Calgary game's going over. I actually lean under an underdog. St. Louis and uh, uh, L.A., I agree with the over in this game. Everyone thinks it's going to be a two-to-one game. I couldn't agree more. They're on an outdoor rink. Then they go to, like, the speed, and they're two of the fastest teams in the league. So if the goaltenders don't stand on their head, there should be six or seven goals in this game. It's five and a half right now. I lean Vegas. I lean over. Yeah, another great game. And um, so far, Colorado's taken five of a possible six with it, with a lineup that wasn't 100%. Exactly. Yeah, and, and Brian, just earlier notes on the Leaf game that I'm seeing right now. I think there's some major injuries with Toronto going into this game, too. Like, I think they got... Uh, Muzzin, I think, is out for tonight. He's got, like, major problems. Like, he's got a broken bone type of thing going oh, on. So, yeah, so Muzzin's out with a broken bone in face. Thornton and Hyman are day-to-day. Like, so if you like Calgary in this game, at least, uh, you know, the, the Leafs might have to call up somebody. Um, they've been playing great hockey, but uh, Muzzin on the blue line is huge for them. After that, it gets real thin. This could be a danger spot for the Leafs tonight. All right, we got, we got a lot to get to. Yeah, we do. Sorry, no, sorry. No, yeah, no, 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 no. Don't be sorry. I mean, which we got a lot to get to, but very quickly, you brought it up and made me think of it. Let's not gloss over this. What is going on with this goalie interference thing? You had the Leafs. Yeah. Uh, the Montreal gets a goal where basically the goalie's pad kind of got pushed in, but they're whacking away at it and it's disallowed. Then an hour later, you get the exact same situation in the Edmonton game. I will say this that Kachuk got pushed into the goalie much more than what happened in the Montreal game, but it was basically the exact same play. And if you're going to, you know, penalize these, what do we say every day? You know, the, if teams are going to be success, 
go to the blue paint. You got to get in there. And, and nobody hits anymore. If you're not going to let these guys whack away at a goaltender like that, yes, protect the goalie. I get it, where he has range of movement. But if the puck is loose at his feet, what is the guy supposed to do? He's jamming away at the puck. Exactly. How is one not a goal and one is? Yeah, no, I, I'm with you 100%. Sorry, Brian. I just just looking up and see I have a meeting to attend to today. Okay. Okay. Um, Good luck with that. Yeah, yeah you, you've been involved in a few of those. Uh, I'm with you. I think the goaltender interference stuff sucks. If the puck is loose, you should be able to do what you want other than throwing the goaltender. And what do you want the guy to do? He's sitting there. His job is to put the damn puck in the net. They already have pads the size of, you know, they're they're thick as a house. Like, it's not like the old days where they're wearing newspapers on them. Like, give me a break. They got enough equipment. They're protected. It's fine. I don't know what this league's doing. Get it together, guys. But you know what? The forward, uh, what do I got to start a movement? Forwards have rights, too? Well, they do. Because you know what? Their job is to score goals. Don't oh. just accept it, the fact that the goaltender is going to make the save all the time. Pisses me well, off. but put yourself in the in the shoes of the forward in the blue paint. And the, the yeah. puck it's like, like here, yo, know, take a nice little, little tap. The, the happy Gilmore, just tap it in, yep. tap, tap it in, and, tap you're, it in. And, you're, and you're sitting there going, the puck's there, and I'm gonna jam this thing real quick right now because in about a millisecond, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna be, get my head gonna be pulling off. splinters out of my teeth. Exactly, you said it, man. They only got a <laughs> one chance to get it, and you got to get it right. So NHL, if you're listening to this, listen to us about the Lake Tahoe stuff. And uh, this day, goaltender interference stuff is a bunch of crap. So, uh, next game, Anaheim, Arizona. Anaheim, Arizona. Yeah. Dollar six, well, is Arizona $1.60 over anybody? No, I mean, the price Arizona, is too high. I know what I've learned about Arizona? They're a great dog and a horrible favorite. They proved it yeah. every single Hello. game against the Kings and whatever. And you know what? You can bet them with my money. They'll probably win this game tonight because they've been so bad. But until that price gets under 50 cents, I can't even consider it. So, I'm going to pass on this game. As for the total, I'd probably take the under. It would be a two-to-one type of game. Anaheim can't really, you know, light the lamp. And Arizona's been playing, you know, they're they're having problems scoring scoring goals and give, I don't know, five and a half. Eh, I, I'm going to pass on this game. There's better stuff out there. All right. I got one that's on the card. It's coming later. But let's go to Dallas and Florida. Minus a quarter, five and a half to the under. Uh, Florida, listen, man, so far, you know, this is the real deal. They, you know, lose the last. What did I tell you, Camp? Just again, please, you got to make your own decisions, folks. And when we say just blindly consider at least the thought process as a starting point, and I'm looking at it now, we said over in the first game, under in the second game of a new series. What did we say, Cam? When a team is on a four game road trip or longer, by the time it's the end of that trip, these guys have mentally checked out. They want to get the hell home, they want to go see their wife and their dog and their kids and the blah. Here, here, here you go. Look at this. Florida, they win 6-4 at Tampa, 4-3 uh, at Carolina, 7-2 at Detroit, and the last game of the road trip, their head was already on the plane, and they lose 2-1. Yep. All these things we've said, and I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not looking for pats on the back. We're looking for you folks to make money. You know, no, I, I couldn't agree more, and that's the thing. Yeah, the last game of the trip – that's what people do. And you ever notice the dogs come in on the weekends more because people just go, yeah, I'll put that in the parlay and that in the parlay. And, you know, we've been victims of it too, but you got to think, you know, bad teams in the NHL win games. Take, take, take a look at Detroit. Know, but, take a look at these teams. They win games. This, this was not, but this was not Detroit beating them. This was Florida going, I don't want to yeah. be here. Right. I mean, if you look at the road trip, they scored six, four and seven. Then they scored seven against Detroit and they lose two one. Not because Detroit, played this great game because Florida was already on the plane. Yep. 
I agree a hundred percent with you, buddy. So I don't know what to do with this game. Do you, do, what? I don't know, man. Dallas. Yeah, Florida, that, I would. I would say over. I mean, probably over, but I, I'd take a little look at, at Dallas. I, I mean, would I, too. You I know, and too. now Dallas has not played since February thirteenth. The only frame of reference we've got is that when they come off layoffs before they played great. The thing is this. So what did Dallas do during for the power outage situation, right? Did they practice? Oh, now like, that's, that's a good point. That's, like, a real- that's the thing. Like, where are you going to go? It's, it, it's not COVID. It's a power outage, right? So did they go to the local rink and practice? How much time did they have? I think they probably maybe squeezed one in, but I'm not betting Florida. This line's too light. It's telling me something. I, I, I'll look at Dallas, but I don't love this game at all. The next game, I, I don't mind, though. Brian? I'm, I'm, you know, like I said, I got the 39 Brian. browsers open. I'm here. <laughs> I'm here, Cameron. I thought I'm you here. disappeared. I'm like, oh, God, here we go. <laughs> no, buddy. I'm, I'm here. No, no, no. Tampa, Carolina. I listen. I, I, I lean I lean Tampa in this spot. Um, Carolina's favored. It's just one of those situations, and I love Carolina, but I, I think Tampa Bay, if you're giving me Tampa Bay as a dog, they have to be considered. Don't love it, though, Brian, but that's the way I'm leaning in that game. Yeah, I, I like this Carolina team. I, I, they're so good. I love them. They're, yeah. they're better better games on the card for me. I'm just double check real quick. What do we got? Uh, we got a goalie matchup: Reimer and Vasilevsky. I mean, man, a big number here. I don't. I, I'm staying away. The game. The game I like, Cam. I, I I really like the over in the Minnesota San Jose game. The two games I liked, right, was the the game at St. Louis over and. You're looking at this Minnesota team. They're finally starting to play hockey again, and they, they're scoring goals. They, they beat Anaheim 3-1. They put five up on Anaheim. Um, I don't know, buddy. I just I just think this Minnesota team is a sneaky team that can get you some goals, That and they keep jamming at five and a half at you, although there are sixes they out can. there. They can. I like the over. I like, I the, like over. the over, but I think S.J. Sharkey, is in a good going to be in a little bit of a good spot. Like this is the, this is the game we talk about. Like just don't automatically put Minnesota on the card. Should they win, they're the favorites. But San Jose's been, you know, Brian. They're one of those teams. Like Minnesota feeling good after a couple wins against the Ducks. Uh, I'm not so quick to to bet on uh, Minnesota in this spot. For me, it would be San Jose in the over. But I like the, uh, I like your over more. I mean, honestly, the beauty of by the way, part of the beauty of the the playing the totals cam. Uh, you know, is the time management aspect of it like the out the second outdoor game? Mm-hmm. You know, it, as soon as that got to the sixth goal, like I went and watched a replay of Jeopardy. <laughs> you know, I mean, I already went to bed. I don't have to watch this for another uh, night. Exactly. Hour and a half. You don't. No, I agree with you 100. percent So, what are we on to the next? Wow, it's actually well, nice. Uh, we actually have a, a card the next day too. We cool. do. Now, here's the deal: the Hockey Betting We've got all the introductory offers for you, a number of books on our website. We've got articles there for you now. Uh, our producer, Mike, is thankfully, Cam, he's occupying himself a lot more with the website and leaving yep. us alone. And he's working hard on the new website. And there's a lot of cool stuff that's there, articles along with. But click on the links and the banners and the introductory offers of one of the books. We appreciate them all being on board with us. Play along with us, sign up. And you get a running start and, you know, give, give you some, some free cake to make some bets. That's a concept. You're damn right. Yeah, and that's the thing. Yeah, roll it in, Brian. And, uh, yeah, take that uh, money that you won from the over in the Boston-Philadelphia uh, game and get it started. And 
yeah, there's a few things that we like tonight. And it's actually beautiful to have a Tuesday card where that's what the thing that drove me nuts. You know, we got nine games, one game or two games. Like it's a, it's a nice balanced card. You, know, you get five that uh, I'm fine with that number. What do we got? One, two, let's, three, four, five, six. Perfect right, number. Six. Let's, six mark, this, mark this one down. Like maybe mm-hmm. see what happens on Monday night. Okay. If, if Calgary beats the Leafs. All right. Now, how are you going? What? What mm-hmm. is this idiot saying? If Calgary beats the Leafs, then, you know, you sit there and you say, well, there was a reason why maybe that happened. Because Ottawa got beat 7-3 and mortally embarrassed. Oh, by the way, Cam, that was the last of a five-game road trip for Ottawa. <laughs> they were on, they're mentally on the bus. They didn't want to be there. But they got embarrassed. And then they come back and beat the Canadians 3-2. Exactly. You, you know what I'm saying? It, it, falls, it falls into, I didn't... I told you I had a lot of things going on on Sunday, so some games I didn't get to, and I really regret. I, I left a lot of money on the table. I was I'm pissed at myself. But here's the thing about Ottawa: it it, 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 it this game actually clicks all of our boxes. Last game of road trip, embarrassed the night before. You know, I like to use that stuff. Everybody can come up with their mathematical equations and Corsi and this and that. Sometimes you need to give the eye test and you got to understand what the hell's going on. But you knew Ottawa was going to be, they were going to be ready to battle and they get it done, Brian. So so let me ask you. I love coming to teams after they get blown out. It's just one of those Uh, things. They got blown out and they won the game, but they are what they are. Here's here's where it fits. The water finds its level thing. Mm -hmm. So now Montreal's going, really, we lost to these guys? I mean, do you play Montreal on the puck line here? Yes. It's the only way to play them. I mean, they're $2 yeah, or, or regulation. You play Montreal regulation, puck line, or parlay. Even at the price, it's not even. Remember, we had to usually play like earlier on the season when Ottawa was brutal. The books are figuring it out. They're not that bad. You're not laying 320 anymore. You're laying like $2. And that's something I can. You get a dance partner there. It's definitely plus money. Montreal will get their revenge. I agree 100% with you, Brian. Pittsburgh and Washington. Washington minus a quarter. The, the total on the game is six. Let me just do a real quick. Mm-hmm. Let me skate over to the standings. Wow. Let me just turn wow. form here. Wow. Cap, yep. Caps, five and five in their last ten. You know, they got off to the grenade start, uh, and they've kind of just been this up and down, in and out, or the team that's uh, actually they're not like setting the world on fire, but they're better than they were. Pittsburgh, you know, of late, right? You know, hey, Pittsburgh, right? You know, look out. Pittsburgh's won two in a row. Pittsburgh's 5-4-1 in their last 10. I, I don't know. They hate each other. It should be a good game. Should be a tight game. I wouldn't be surprised if it went over, but I'm not going to at that at that uh, number. I'm not going to play it. I have a lean to Washington. Don't love the game, Brian. So uh, let's move on with that one. That's a tough game. How about Chicago and Columbus and the Blue Jackets minus a quarter at home, total five and a half. I, I I did something Saturday night, and it's interesting, Brian. And just another tip for everybody. You go on these sites, and you see Buddy's free play of the night usually loses. Um, everybody on one side usually loses. Uh, and I never saw a more popular play than Columbus after beating Nashville first game. I'm like, I'm betting Nashville this game, and Nashville won 4-2. to two. It's hard to do that stuff, but you got to do it every once in a while. Teams are not just going to continue to roll them. Uh, this spot, I think Tortorella will have the troops ready to go. It's short price. They're a better team. Got to give Chicago a lot of credit for how they played, but I like Columbus in this spot. Very low price. Are the goals hard to come by in that game? Yeah, I would lean under. Oh, here's two teams you can trust, Nashville and Detroit. <laughs> Nashville minus $1.40. I don't know I, if they're, way, did, they're did capable of winning two games in a row. I'll look at Detroit. You know what? I'll, I'll, Brian, I can tell you this. I'll look at Detroit as a dog long and hard, and I hope everyone bets Nashville. 
I did, I would look under in this thing. Detroit can't score. The, the, the by the way, the for sale signs pretty much open in Nashville. I mean, like burn it down. Yeah, I think, I think uh, this I think team is yeah. starting to get moved. They like it's unbelievable. They are not threats anymore. They had their window of time. It's done. Expect the Predators to be a bad team for a long, for many years moving forward. They had their chance, and uh, yeah, uh, I, I see. I see in line. I I kind of lean Detroit in that spot, Brian. They, they're at least one thing you say about Detroit is they're gritty. They can give you an honest effort. Edmonton, Vancouver, Edmonton minus a quarter on the road. Total is six. Edmonton seems like they've figured they're, something they, out. They have. I know. I was talking to my buddy about this big oiler fan and uh he's been making a lot of money betting on this team uh yeah i think edmonton has figured it out it could be a dangerous spot against vancouver but you know i was on vancouver again brian that theory didn't ring true i thought they could get it done they lost in overtime dubois comes back and absolutely guts them uh for for the jets <laughs> it's funny yeah when the money when the home of monies came in that was the game that was left on the board it was the last game of the night i got it wrong but i will say this uh I don't love Edmonton the way most would like them in this spot. Vancouver's starting to play better, but Edmonton looks like they're on a heater. You're right. This team has really figured it out. I I got to do this, and this is going to be very odd for the folks. If on Monday you're, you're listening straight through to the whole thing, got to go back to Monday for a second because it's not on the board. Uh, it was a write-in game, Buffalo and the Islanders on Monday. Um, and Buffalo beat the Devils on Saturday morning, lost Jake McCabe, which hurt them. They still can't get Ristolainen back, but I will say this, at long last, they, they played like they cared and realized they were getting paid, and Dylan Cousins got back in the lineup camp. This kid is such a difference maker. I mean, he, every shift he was out there was a difference maker. The Sabres, we'll, we'll see, they're going against the Islanders, who just frustrate the hell out of them on Monday. But then you come back Saturday, the, the COVID revenge angle worked. Uh, Buffalo beat the Devils. The final score was 3-2. So now we're talking about Buffalo and New Jersey on Tuesday. It'll be back-to-back days for Buffalo, but the travel's a nothing burger. But on the game Saturday morning, Buffalo was by a mile the better team and then sat back with a 3 nothing lead and was life and death to get it home at 3-2. Yeah, they almost gave that game away, and uh... – it's funny, the Devils, yeah, they were up on Washington, and they uh, gave that game away. So, interesting spot. I kind of lean New Jersey over Buffalo at a quarter at home, but I don't know when the Sabres are going to turn the corner. As for the Islander game, there's some teams that just can't handle some teams. The Islanders just seem to own the Sabres, Brian. I went over in these games, and every single time they've got together recently, they've gone under. Like, they, they just they are real defensive games. So, tough one. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. Oh, no, it'd be, I would say, under, yeah, because well, the thing, the difference is with the Islanders game, and this is the hard thing to call, if the Islanders get a lead, the game's under. I, I mean, when the Islanders get a lead, then they go and they get six goalies on the ice. If the Islanders yep. give up the first goal, then the game opens up, and you can't det- determine who's going to get the first goal of the game, but that's how the Islanders games are. If they get the lead, it, it shut it down. For sure. For like sure. left wing lock city. I agree. And uh, as for the Wednesday games, this is Brian, you, you, you say it better than I do. We can't really, it's, we're looking far ahead, but this is the one thing we do. We usually come back to a team that, you know, didn't play their best snake bit and something like that. If the team wins the first game, you've talked about the over in the first game under in the second game and, and stuff like that. But these are a lot of rematches, right? Carolina plays Tampa again, Dallas and Florida. Calgary I got a couple. Toronto. Here, I got I got a couple. Yep. Uh, uh, let's start first of all. What we didn't mention on Dallas coming out of the gate on Monday is they've been off forever. 
they had also lost five in a row. So this should be a team in real ill humor, yeah. right? Now, coming off the layoff where you said they couldn't have practiced, I would say watch out for Dallas pending the result of Monday night. Dallas gets a game under their belt, and they're kind of desperate right now. I would look for Dallas to have a much well. What if they What if they kill Florida in the first game? But I don't know. I, I would watch for Dallas to have a much better game, second game off the long layoff on Wednesday. I agree. I still think they're going to have a a good game the first off the layoff. We'll see what happens there. But Dallas is going to be an interesting team, Brian. We're going to keep uh, our eyes on these guys. But you're right, and the way they lost, they lost heartbreakers too. Uh, Florida better bring their A game in this series because I'm feeling they're going to run into a buzzsaw in Dallas. Dallas is going to really, really work hard in those games. But, yeah, if if Dallas loses the first to Florida, I'm coming back hard with them in game two. Now, here's one, and we'll see what the price is going to be because Philly's undermanned. But generally speaking, Cam, you've got teams that, you know, go through all the pomp and circumstances and all the garbage that goes with the outdoor game and the blah, blah, blah. Then they got to get back up to speed for a regular game. I think New York, the Rangers are real dangerous against the Flyers. I always look to fade the teams coming out of the outdoor games. The difference, Colorado and Vegas are playing each other. Here's, I'd be looking to fade Philly and Boston first game outside of the outdoor games. Yeah, and another thing about Philadelphia, how are their players? Are they going to be back? Remember, they miss uh, tons of players in that outdoor game. That's part of the reason they got throttled by Boston, and they're good players too, right? So keep on top of that COVID situation with Philadelphia. They have a lot of guys that are, uh, you know, out. I don't know if they're going to be back by February the 24th. They should have some guys back, Brian. But here's one thing about the Rangers. They're playing better hockey. You see it. Uh, This team is starting to figure it out. And, yeah, I would lean Rangers in that spot over Philadelphia. Philadelphia, to me, has been a paper tiger. They're winning games. But all the games, if you really look, they've been very lucky in a lot of them. They haven't played their best hockey yet. All right. This Again, we're doing this Monday. Yeah. All right. Now, and Minnesota's got a game in between, but we're paying attention to all the stuff we've talked about. Minnesota's been on the road. Let me just count them up. Um, one, two, three, four. This will be the end of a five-game road trip. So we're sitting there saying, you know, Minnesota probably checks out. And they want to get home. Colorado, they've been riding Grubauer like he's going out of style. They're not playing they're not playing Vegas anymore. I absolutely would anticipate the backup goalie is going for Colorado, and their guys are going to be flying up and down. I think that's an this is an over game. I would just agree say with that. that. And now we're saying this to you seventy two hours before, but all those <laughs> things make sense. I would look for that to be a dead over game. I would agree a hundred percent. And would you take Colorado in parlays? Like does Minnesota check out? They're already on the plane. Who knows? But uh, I couldn't. I couldn't bet. I couldn't bet. I mean, it's a letdown for Colorado after four games with Vegas. Uh, but Minnesota's doing the mental checkout thing. I I wouldn't go anywhere near the side. But I just I think this is like a. If anything, it's, I probably if Minnesota checks out and it's a goofball game and maybe Colorado's playing a goal. It's like a six-two Colorado game. But I like the game to be high scoring. I agree with you. I, I like the over in that game and. Yeah, Colorado. The, the the one thing about Minnesota is like, you know, 
when they get with, with, with Anaheim and some of those other teams, they play unders, but uh, the, what's the only way to play with Colorado? You think you're going to outscore these guys? So yeah, I, I would expect them to take chances. And some of those chances mean pinching defensemen get caught up in Colorado. That's a team you don't want to, you don't want to play that way against, but it's the only way. Cause they're so damn good. I like the over of that game too. Well, there you go. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, we got you covered as the NHL now gets to work on the indoor series. Their indoor hockey games game. That was the, the point. Yeah, no, like, I get it. I, like I a, thought that was the end. It's like just, a bad, just waiting, bad, going, bad joke. The ending there. Either, either your internet connection's unstable or you're no, unstable. No, you said the indoor game, but that was the end of the show. No, like, it was, the I was show, like, it, nice and yeah, clean. Yeah, yeah, okay. No, no, the show ends when you do. Oh, meh, 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 meh. Yeah, we're done. Be gone. Hey, folks, this is Brian Blessing. Hope you're enjoying the Hockey Betting Podcast. We have a couple chuckles try to get you a lot of winners. Hey, we hope you like what you're hearing. And if you do, hit the subscribe button. Give us a review. Give us a rating. Most importantly, enjoy the hockey and keep coming back to the Hockey Betting Podcast. The handicapping and sports odds information contained on this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Please confirm the wagering regulations in your jurisdiction as they vary from state to state, province to province, and country to country. Using this information to contravene any law or statute is prohibited. The podcast is not associated with, nor is it endorsed by any professional or collegiate league, association, or team. This podcast does not target and is not intended for an audience under the age of 18. If you think that you have a gambling addiction, stop this podcast now and please seek help. Gambling and betting on sports is a form of entertainment and should be about having a good time. But when done excessively, it may negatively affect other areas of a person's life, such as their physical and mental health, school or work performance, finances, and or interpersonal relationships. At the Hockey Betting Podcast, we're concerned about the addiction that gambling may cause. And for this reason, we encourage everyone to practice responsible gambling an approach to gambling that helps you ensure that it remains an enjoyable activity. Here are the main principles of responsible gambling. Don't think of gambling as a way to make money. Always gamble with money that you can afford to lose. Set limits and stick to them. Never chase losses. Don't gamble when you're depressed or upset and create a healthy balance. Always be aware of how much time you spend gambling or thinking about gambling. And do not allow gambling to cause you to miss out on time with family and friends or time spent on other activities you enjoy. By following these guidelines, gambling can be a good time and great entertainment. If you feel at any time that your gambling is taking away from important areas of your life, is causing you stress or depression, or is leading to financial losses that are beyond your control, please reach out for help. Learn more at ResponsibleGambling.org.